0: I'm Gab, he's Jules. Blue skies over West London. Definitely not blue skies over Manchester City. Many, many reasons, Jules. This is such a packed show because you've got Liverpool losing and and then being extremely grumpy and unhappy. Casemiro sent off. Real Madrid losing. Bayern uh, nearly throwing the game away. Gimmick getting sent off. The Milan derby. So much to get into, but there's one place to start. We have to start at, at, at the Spurs Stadium. All right, it's remarkable, I think, despite yeah. the fact that they've been there five times under Pep and lost there all the time, that Spurs beat Never City, scored, yeah. given the malaise, given yeah. Golden not being there. Uh, there's a massive story breaking as we go to air, which we'll, we'll mention, the fact that that four-year Premier League investigation, I was so adamant about this. I said, listen, <clears throat> either bring a charge or drop the investigation. Yeah. Nobody should have this hanging over them for four years. Well, guess what? Uh, they have now been charged with a whole raft of uh, of breaches of Premier League financial fair play d- dating back to 2009. Yeah. Um, but the game itself, and I want to start with a positive. I don't just want to point out City's flaws in this because I want to start with Spurs because I thought without Conte, they went out there, they played well. Yeah. I, I don't buy this curse of the Tottenham Stadium. Hey, to me, it's happenstance and whatever. Harry Kane, though, he gets the goal. He has not beaten Jimmy Greaves' record. Yes. I'm sorry. He, yes. he has not. He's he not not in the real world, but he will very, very soon. Um, only Wayne Rooney and Alan Shear ahead of them yep. on the all-time scoring table uh, in, the, in the Premier League, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to pass Rooney. He needs, what, eight goals for yep. that? Shear may be, may be trickier, but... Remarkable. He could have had more later on.
1: Yeah, I was at the game, to be fair. We felt like really a, a very special moment, which, which it should be. And right, it's an amazing record to break. Uh, when you think that nine years ago against Sunderland, he made his his first start for the team and the team Sherwood scored his first goal. And then 266 have followed in nine seasons. It's, it's remarkable. Uh, 200 in the league, as you said, in 304 games, which shows how incredibly talented what a player is. He is, he's been, he's worked so hard for it. It's great. I mean, yesterday, yesterday on Sunday against, you know, City gifted that goal by a terrible mistake by Rodri, of course. And then it's one of the easiest finishing, finishes that Kane was, would, would have in, in this, in this record, um, amount of goals. But still, they defended well. Their right. shape was really good. They fought hard. And I think they were very much helped by the fact that Pep Guardiola got everything wrong in that game from the starting eleven to all the substitutions that he made or didn't make. Just to remind remind us about the way Pep Guardiola uh,
0: set up in this game and some of the choices. Inevitably, the critics are going to say, he's overthinking. (sighs) I kind of think when you go and you play this lineup and you leave Gundogan out, you leave Kevin De Bruyne out, Ruben Diaz and Laporte, hey, look, they used to be, hey, look, those, you know, Ruben Diaz was, was the freaking player of the year not that yeah. long ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you saw him afterwards doing sprints on the pitch. He looks fit. He looks fit, but hey, maybe he was not fit enough to
1: start a game like that. I don't know. A game like that against the mighty Spurs and you're better off with Kanji and Rico Lewis. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's been very happy with Akanji and Ike in the last few games. Rico Lewis bring, because he plays him so much as an inverted fullback, bring clearly something that he loves. And and I thought Luis did well in the game. Fullback?
0: Like he loves inverted fullbacks? Like the Portuguese guy who just went to Bayern? Yeah, but he didn't love him anymore. Oh, That's right, why right. he sent
1: him away, you know, like that. Uh, although he says that he still loves him. I don't think he does. Um, but the 4 to 4 and that front four of Grealish Mares and then Alvarez and Haaland together in the center just didn't work. I don't know what was the idea against a, a back five, a defense with five players. I don't know if you thought... Having four forwards would help you because Spurs were very comfortable all the time, apart from the Mare's shot on the bottom of the bar at the end of the first half that came from a Spurs mistake. But apart from that, they felt very comfortable. They were never 2v1. There was never an extra City player somewhere. Um, So whatever Pep thought before the game, just... Didn't work. I thought with Alvarez
0: and, and and Holland effectively playing through the middle, I, I would have thought, all right, you're gonna get a ton of pressing, you know, high press, and it's gonna be effective. And you know, they'll, they'll have through balls, one comes short, the other one goes long. We saw none of that. Erling Holland ending up without a single shot on goal, just a handful no, a touch in the box of, of touches. Tough touches, none of them in the box. None of them in the box.
1: I mean, that's that's on Pep. That's on paper, I think. And also, I think Bernardo Silva, who we all love and he's an amazing player, but in that system touches the ball far too much. And I was sat next to Yanagor a friend, of course. And we, we were looking at Haaland, especially. And every time he was making a run, the ball would never come apart from the second half when, when the Bruin tried to play him through. And, and then there's a good defending by Davis. I think he was a dire, but so they never even used his runs and his scores in the front front four, front two like that with him and Alvarez. Alvarez the same, by the way, making those runs Mm -hmm. that no one was giving him the ball to. Uh, I just think that yeah, city. Which enough, that happens. It can happen no. to anyone. But I thought De Bruyne <laughs> I, I came, think... off, came on too late. And by the way, he played him out wide on the right for most of the, <sighs> the second half. Made no sense. Gooden on the bench until yeah. 80th minute. Made no sense either. I
0: think the difficulty is when you have the off when your off day coincides with making all these decisions, which which appear unusual. Anyway, Jules, can we just knock this transportation issue on the head? Um, <laughs> He said it takes four hours and 20 minutes to get from the training ground to their hotel, right? Yeah, in London. Tottenham, of course, they're not in central London. They're way north London near your house. Yeah. So I'm assuming it should be a little bit near... I don't understand. Unless you hit a ton of traffic and you go by bus, I don't understand. I don't understand why they wouldn't fly. Maybe charter
1: a plane. So I think it was a- the uh, wasn't in the Premier League green weekend. So I don't think I don't think any teams flew. Maybe so you take the train or and the train on a Sunday. As Pep would know, because I'm sure they would have <laughs> taken the train down before. It, it is difficult. The train on a Sunday. If you live in the UK, it's difficult. It takes longer than usual. I think usual usual the train from uh, Manchester to London is two and a half hours. On Sundays, uh, is is significantly later. But then leave the day before. Why don't you leave the Saturday? Teams who used to play away from home used to used to leave the day before, spend the night at the hotel like they do in the Champions League, for example. Still for most of the time, and then play the next game. Now more and more teams travel on the same day. Which then don't complain and don't start giving me the like oh we were tired because we spent four hours on a on a train. I mean, like, come on, what do you mean it's exhausting to be on a train for four hours? I mean,
0: I I, I just think it is such a bad look to go and it's say terrible. something like this after a defeat. Just take it on the chin. Did it mess with your prep?
1: Yeah, maybe. But but how would you're that, not going to well, get any kind of sympathy
0: from anybody.
1: But well, how can you mess mess up your prep? Well, like, well you knew before. No one said to Pep, "We'd we'll be there in two hours." And after well, ha- four and a half hours, Pep's like, "What? Well, you told me to." No, no. Well, this- if normally, surely- I mean,
0: I'm guessing normally, if you fly to London, it's going to. On, if, if you charter yeah, plane, you knew they fly that down. this time they were not going to fly. So, so it's a different prep The message your prep that way. But whatever, it doesn't matter. It's just not. It's not a smart thing to it's say uh, after this defeat. No. Um, I want to get into this a little bit because, like I said, the Cancelo thing, I don't want to harp on this, does not sit well with me, right? Because he's a phenomenal footballer. I don't care that he played badly. He's a phenomenal footballer. He's ideally looted for, uh, suited for the system. I know Rico Lewis got a lot of praise and everything, but yeah. he's a guy who do not even figure in the plans in the summer. So, you know, it's a bit... <laughs> it it kind of leaves me a little bit saying, well, all right, Obviously, if you get rid of cancelo in midseason, it's not because Rico Lewis played a couple good games. Um, I suspect that doesn't speak to a healthy, happy family of bunnies. Equally, I look I, I look at this, I look at Calvin Phillips. I know he's obviously he's been injured. he comes here this dude doesn't seem to ever play right?
1: Yeah, no, he comes on nine again. I, I, I saw him, I think, against Chelsea in the FA Cup game. He came on. Phil Phil Foden felt sick overnight. Maybe,
0: uh, I, I don't even know if he traveled down. I'm assuming he didn't travel down, no, right? Because it was the night before. Um, it, all these things coming together at the wrong time. And then, uh, is he proving a point? Because, look, Akanji's kind of fine. But these other guys are better players. The people who are keeping, who they're keeping out. De Bruyne is a better player than who you're putting on the pitch.
1: Yeah, I think I think the, the De Bruyne on the bench is just a tactical choice that he made. He went for the De Bruyne. De Bruyne doesn't really have a, a, a position in the four four formation. He, you know, you you can play him next to Rodri, but that's not really his game. I mean, I'm not sure it's Bernardo's game very much. But anyway, that's another another matter. I think Gundogan would have been the best suited to play next to Rodri in the two in midfield but then he doesn't cover as much ground as Bernardo Silva does, for example. And so that's why I think, so you you, you decide to play the 4 4 formation because you think that Alvarez is going to help you and Haaland up front to have that, that line of four, so there's no room for De Bruyne. So you put De Bruyne on the bench thinking, if it doesn't work, I'll, I'll change it. at halftime time, or after an hour, like I did at Chelsea, when they were not playing well, when he got it wrong again already. There's a few games now where he got the starting 11 wrong and the tactics wrong. And then because there's so much talent in that squad, you can change a half time and, and things get better. This time they didn't get better. And again, you know, to replace Mahrez after 55 minutes or 59 minutes, to put the burn on and still Bernardo Silva went wide, the burn went central, and then the burn went wide when Bernardo came off. I just, I just, none of it makes sense to me whatsoever. But I don't think that Cancelo in a game like this would have made much, would have made much a difference. No, he no, no. I was left. just
0: talking of of the broader issue because there are there are sort of some rumblings. If you're looking around and you're saying, you know what, Liverpool stink this season, mm-hmm. um, United and a new coach, the Ronaldo chaos, whatever else, we should be ahead of Arsenal in the table, right? So you yeah. take a step back and you look in terms of talent. And now instead you have this you have this odd situation where they're not looking good and look I mean maybe they'll catch Arsenal but especially yeah, yeah, with yeah, Arsenal no, losing really. the day before yeah
1: at I least like put a, up more of that yeah, you know
0: you feel like a big big opportunity missed all right let's praise Spurs a little bit um, for me what they did really well in this game obviously the first goal. You, know, you make your own luck, blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. But they defended, I thought, really yeah. really well throughout. And for me, that was a story. And then when they broke on the counter in the second half, they did have numerous chances. So, I mean, I think at least two with Kane uh, that I can think of. One when he didn't. One was at the near post, and the other one when he he kind of failed to connect on on that cross when he was just short, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And Then there's the one v one, yeah, with. So,
0: I look at this. I thought Hong Win Son also. He's not maybe back to being the Hongman son we know, but certainly a lot more productive. Worked really, really hard. Hoiberg in the middle of the park. I saw yeah, had a monster absolutely. game.
1: Yeah. Um, all of this bodes well. Yeah, I mean they they went back to what made them good last season. They attacked with three and Kulusevski, son, and, and they King. didn't
0: sit as deep as we've seen no, them but do because before.
1: I think they saw what happened in the FA, Cup, the FA Cup game between City and Arsenal in the sense that. This City team doesn't play the ball over enough for Alvarez or for Haaland. So you can
0: play it over, you can play it through as well. If you have De Bruyne who hits it through. Yeah, but,
1: they they through. That. Yeah, but even, <laughs> even he doesn't, to be fair, that's not his first reflex. That's not how they play. So Arsenal did it really well, even if they obviously lost against City. Uh, but they did it really well. And Haaland was very, uh, very average, let's say, against Arsenal in the FA Cup game too. And he was very average there because he never had the service. We mentioned no shot. No no touches of the ball in the in the Spurs box because of the way Spurs defended. They defended well. At times he was still a bit key. let's put it that way, and Romero got sent off because he still makes some crazy decisions of like, I'm going to tackle you, Haaland, 70 yards away from my goal, where there's no need to. So a yellow. so unnecessary. Uh, and, at time, and then the one on Grealish, is, I, Grealish, I thought, kind of bought that one, but... Yeah, but still, you know, they had to... And Grealish was really the only one trying to make something happen for City, which was not enough. But, but even then, when Grealish... But even Grealish, then, Emerson defended well on him.
0: I, I feel that when Grealish tries to make things happen, it's a lot of just running one-on-one and getting fouled or beating players. Yeah. It's not that kind of passing. It's certainly not crossing for balls for, I mean, you know, that that little kind of diagonal cross that they've had so much success yeah, with yeah. in the past, which is obviously De Bruyne's specialty, which again raises the question, why did he come on so late? Um, Grealish doesn't, it's not a natural part of Grealish's game. Definitely not. It was a part of Cancelo's game, funny enough, but hey, let's, let's leave that out. Um, so unless it was Mares, and I thought Mares was generally
1: pretty well controlled on the other flank. Yeah, yeah. And he came hey, on. Those came balls off, aren't uh, going to come to the strikers. No. Yeah, that's very true. And I mean, Akonji had that shot uh, on the second phase, I think of a set piece, and then but then there was just not enough. I think City's expected to go to 0.93, which is the second lowest or third lowest of the whole season. And you know, when you look at the games that they lost or the game where they they haven't played well, it's, it's often because yeah, it's it's too sloppy, it's too slow. The tempo is not high enough. And Spurs only what Spurs wanted is to avoid the transition from 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 City, and they did that really really well. Only really, we said we mentioned the Maris shot under the under the crossbar, was the one time where Spurs were caught a little bit on that kind of transition move. But apart from that, they did really well. And you know what? I thought before the game, Conte is not going to be there. He spoke to them on you know, Zoom or Facetime before, whatever. And I think that you can use that as extra motivation for the players. So like you know, do it for me. I can't be with you, but do it. Show me you can defend well on them. You know, we've beaten them. Last season we, we we beat them away at city, the season before they have, they have they've never won here, you know all that kind of stuff, and I thought they responded really, really well. and the crowd yeah. was up for it from the beginning.
0: I think also we should point out that, you know, you, since you made a big deal of the fact that they lost at Spurs every time they've been there under Pep. Mm-hmm. How about the fact that every single time Cristian Stellini fills in for Antonio Conte three times at Inter at Marseille in the Champions League and now True? this. The man is undefeated.
1: Exactly. In fact, the you man is won every single game. And his name, you know why?
0: Because Stellini means little star. Yes, he's a little
1: star ready to grow I mean, bigger. I have to say I love him. He looked a little bit. He was not sure what to do on the bench for most of the time. But you know what? I bumped into Fernando Llorente on the way. He was there, at the, you know, at the he was a, I guess a guest at the stadium, and we arrived together at the same time. So we said hello and everything. And and after walk, after saying goodbye to him and walking away, I thought, I mean, yeah, he you know he was obviously the reason why Spurs knocked out City in the Champions League. You know, at the Etihad after after they won that first leg here. And I did think, oh, maybe it's a good omen that he's here. I, I, he might have been there before this season, but it was <laughs> the first time that I saw him, and I was like, okay, maybe before the game, so maybe it's a good omen that you're on. That's, that's so. what
0: it was. Look, this is what we're stretching to, to find reasons, but I think the reasons are they had a bad She's day, a bad and I think... Because they had a really good day. Um, Spur- uh, City's day obviously got worse. We touched upon this before. A few, mo- This is a breaking story as we record this, yeah. so... We do have a few more details. My, my old colleague, Martin Ziegler, um, in the Times, breaking the story. and There is a Premier League statement up. The Premier League statement is so ridiculous. You know my, you know my thoughts on lawyers, right? The statement says, like, we were reading this before, yeah. right? In 2009-10 season, violation of Premier League rule 32B, blah, 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 13, blah. B13, yeah, E4. Oh, my God. Like- uh, Subsection 4, Article 2. It's, it's, yeah. Can you it's, tell us what it it's is? It's absolutely horrendous yeah. to read. Honestly, if you want to put something as clear as mud. Anyway, so the long and short of this is, this all get dates back to the same thing that caused UEFA to reopen their case um, against City, ban them for two years, and that ban was later overturned. By cast. And that is a man named Rui Pinto, and the Football Leaks yeah. um, files. Mm-hmm. Rui Pinto is a, as you know, Portuguese uh, hacker. Um, he started a website called Football Leaks, where he started putting up. Uh, documents and contracts, a whole range of things, mostly around Portuguese clubs initially, then spreading out. That's how we know, for example, about the, the Cristiano Ronaldo um, allegations with Catherine Mayorga. Yeah. That's how we found out how much money Gareth Bale made. All these things, right? He's yeah. responsible for all of that. Yeah, um, We're still not 100% sure. I mean, we know we, we have strong suggestions about that he hacked this one particular law firm. We don't know how he hacked other stuff. He yeah. says, oh, it's not really hacking. People yeah, get this stuff. Them, yeah. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, anyway, UEFA, on the basis of this, and after this information was given to the German magazine Der Spiegel, who mm-hmm. published it all on their website. I think a lot of it is still there. Yeah, yeah, you can check it out. You go read it for yourself. UEFA brought the case, banned City for two years. Now, what did they ban City for? The case was that, I mean, there's several allegations, but the main one was that City sponsorship deals with Abu Dhabi-based companies essentially weren't real. Mm. Now, these sponsorship deals, for those who are like, oh, of course not, you know, the same guy owns everything. Yeah, okay, but what happens is, if say Etihad um, sponsor Manchester City and they give them $10, the way financial fair play works, City looks at it and says, okay, sorry, uh, UEFA look at it and say, okay, this is a related party, so we're going to assess, assess it at fair market value. Yeah. So to assess it, they get experts, marketing companies, and say, okay, well, Manchester United, who are four times as big in terms of fans, from their deal, from their similar deal, comparable deal, they get $5, so we're only going to count this as $5, right? Um, over time, those amounts have increased because City, uh, because Manchester United, all those clubs got bigger and bigger. Um the allegation and in in Der Spiegel suggests that what City were actually doing was they had a shortfall. They would literally just call up these companies, mostly Emirati companies or yeah. companies with strong ties to Abu Dhabi and say, Hey, look, we need you to sponsor us for 30 million. Um, and the company would say, Okay, and we'll just wire you the money from you know Abu Dhabi United Group's personal bank account. Essential. I'm paraphrasing mm. here, but yeah, that's yeah. essentially. Which is obviously highly illegal. Yeah. Now, when City brought the case to uh, to Court of Arbitration for Sport and overturned the two-year ban, in the end, the court found two things. They didn't go into specifics, but they said many of the allegations were unproven, which doesn't mean they're not true. It just simply means they're not proven. Yeah. And they said... Many of them are time barred, meaning you can only bring this case within a certain amount of time. Mm. That part, oh, and incidentally, they still find uh, City a record fine for obstructing the course of justice and not cooperating with the investigation. In the Premier League's investigation, um, there is no time bar. They can go as far back as they want, which is why many of these, it's more than 100 breaches, go all the way back to to 2009-10 season. And they include this season. The investigation has been going on for four years. Worst case scenario, uh, point deduction, a fine, a
1: theoretically expulsion from the league. I don't
0: think that's And they shoot happen. them from the
1: titles? So the titles that they won in the Premier League? A bit like what? So Juve or Inter or Juve, you know, Juve did lose the title, no? Um, I didn't see that mentioned
0: as a, as a possibility. Um I mean, in Juve's case, it, going back to Kalchopoli, yeah, yeah,
1: it was different the but. stripping
0: of the title I mean they were accused of manipulating referees to get an advantage on on on, on the pitch uh this is a little bit different, different. yeah I yeah, guess yeah, no, for sure. I mean I suppose theoretically that could happen as well could have transfer bans or does that's doesn't, doesn't um really again Martin Ziegler doesn't mention it in his piece. I don't believe that that is um that th- that's a possibility um Either way, I think it's good, whichever way you think it, we have some resolution. Now city can appeal, city can make their case, and hopefully not we don't have to wait another four years because we get a judgment and we move on. And we establish either this is wrong and you cheated, yeah, and you will be punished, and hopefully it's
1: a fair punishment. Yeah. Um, or or they're cleared. I mean, for the credibility of the Premier League financial fair play, let's call it that way, or financial rules, <laughs> it, it, it better be it better be the the the, the fairest sanctions possible. So whether you know whether uh, City are going to appeal, you think so now? And the Premier League would put their case forward, saying, "Okay, this is how we can prove that you broke all those rules and you did that." and Mancini's contract at the time, remember that was
0: that was another thing
1: too. Yeah, it was hey, paid by the club, but the other half seems to be paid by. It was
0: it was alleged he had a cons- uh, consulting uh, contract with uh, a club in uh, in Abu Dhabi mm. or certainly in the Emirates where he was also getting a salary from there, yeah. whether he ever showed up to work. Was
1: yeah. union no-show jobs? <laughs> oh, my. Um, and and also, let's remind everybody that you know City tried as hard as they could to not give out to the Premier League and to the investigation all the paperwork yeah. and all the documents and all the information that they were asking. So if you've done nothing wrong, why would you not give Everything that people are asking you for. This is I think what at the time already two years ago, something like that. They went to were a court a bit, of appeals and said yeah. you have to hand over these documents. People were thinking already like, why don't you want to give the documents if you've got if you've done nothing wrong? Anyway. Yeah.
0: So I'm kind of preempting what's going to happen. If these results are if this case is partially based, or the impetus for this case mm-hmm. comes from somebody hacking information or illegally obtaining uh Information as we Pinto did, ethically, Jules. Put your yeah. ethical hat on. Yeah. Um, should it all be invalidated because this evidence is illegally obtained? Because th- these were the cases I was hearing from some city fans. You know. So when, you think that's going to be the the defense in a way that could? Be I don't know. Defense. I think I, I don't know. I just want to say, would the,
1: is this a valid defense? I don't. I don't from think, an I ethical, think, not a legal perspective. I don't think. It, I don't think it is. At the mo- I, from the moment where those things are public like you know i think from from the moment that things are out there the premier league i think have the right to say hang on we didn't know any of yeah, that I, you hid all of this we 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 see these in movies we, yeah,
0: we see these in movies uh, all the time right uh, the police search your car illegally and find a whole bunch of cocaine in it right can you then be charged right what i would worry about more is the fact that they found the whole bunch of cocaine yeah you know a, Legal, illegal. This information is out there. The stain is there. Yeah. You cannot mount a defense, I think. I agree. Based on it. Because you know what? You really look crappy. People are just going to assume that you've been cheating all along. And you're getting off on technicalities. That's why I think city should demand, if I was a city fan, I demand full clearance. And also, if they're going to go and do this, I want even more transparency about other clubs. Because you know... Already people are murmuring about Saudi Arabia. Yep. Already people are going to murmur, well, where's Bolli getting the money from? All this stuff. Yeah, Let's have more transparency because it's really important. And like, I happen to come from a country where people assume that everybody was cheating and lying and stealing and yeah. stuff like that. There's very little faith in the institutions. It's critical. One of the great strengths of the Premier League is that more than in other countries, mm-hmm. maybe not as much as Germany, but certainly more so than Italy, more than Spain, Probably, I'm going to guess, more than France, too. People have faith in the institutions. It's critical, I think, that we achieve some sort of clean resolution here. One way or the other. So, wow, more pressure on on City. I'm sure we'll be talking about this more. Sorry about the boring financial chat, but I just thought it was kind of important that the team that won the Premier League in four of the last five years um, is now being hit by this absolutely massive charge. Alright, enough City. How about some quick hits instead? Oh god. Sean Dyche makes his debut on the Everton bench and they beat none other than yeah. top of the table. Arsenal 1-0. Jules Arteta says this makes him love his players even more. Does that include Martin Udegaard?
1: I don't know. I don't know if he makes him love his players more. They just Arsenal were not good enough. They were not up for the fight, not up for how aggressive and intense and, and physical Everton. Well, that's exactly what we expected, you know? There was no secret that Dash, I think, would make that team harder to beat and harder to play against. That's exactly what happened. The midfield of Gay, Ducouré and Onana was really impressive because they were just on it and they were on Arsenal aggressive. Party I don't think was fit enough to start because of the ribs injury that he had, uh, you know, and, and then Odegaard had enough game as well, off day. So it can happen. In Onana, the
0: end. Onana monstered that game. Incredible. I
1: but we've said from the beginning what a very good signing he was for Everton. Mm-hmm. Even last summer, he'd been the best player this season. But in a game like this, well, this is his job. You know, he's brilliant. And in the end, Spurs made Arsenal a big favor, of course. So that defeat doesn't didn't have the, the repercussions and the consequences. So Arsenal fans should
0: be shouldn't be overly concerned.
1: No, I don't think so. Although that was a that was a warning sign, though. That if you're not up for it physically, you can have all the ball-playing qualities and right. the structure and the system and the patterns of play. If you if you don't respond physically, then you're you're out of it. Arsenal getting bullied. It kind of
0: sounds a little bit like a like a recent. Yeah, stereotype. it's the of first reasoners.
1: time this season it happened. So yeah, let's see let's see what they do next. Lautaro Martinez fires Inter to victory in the Milan derby. Gab, but the defending champions were truly horrible. I mean, Stefano Pioli, what have you done to this team? All right, so just
0: to put this in context, right? Milan were on a really, really bad run. Mm. And so they they had no Benacer, who's probably their best passer in midfield, along yeah. with Donali. So what does he decide to do? He says, okay, I know. I'm just going to play for the draw. He went out there with, he can call it a back three if he likes, but it was very much a back five. Yeah. He played freaking Divock Origi and did not play Rafael Leao. And again on the bench, second game in a row. I mean... Obviously, there's a contract dispute and whatever. They couldn't get out of their half. It was ridiculous. And then they're playing Inter. They're not playing Barcelona. They're not playing Manchester City's... Uh, it isn't like Pep Manchester City. Uh, I mean, this is still Inter we're talking about. Yeah, right? yeah. The 1-0, if there's a criticism of Inter, is that they didn't score more yeah. because the game should have been that close at the end. Then finally, like, light bulb goes off. He sends on Rafael Leal. Um Giroud had a great chance I mean, to equalise, yeah. and Lao created it, Giroud miscontrolled it. What I find really worrying for Milan, this is Milan going against every everything that they've played and stood for until this point. So the question is, do you keep doing the same things again and just take it on the chin if you lose, or do you go in the opposite direction? He chose to go in the opposite direction, yeah. he paid dearly. I don't want to see this mistake again from, uh, from Milan terrible. for Inter, Lautaro, I thought he was really, really good. Amazing. Captain as well. A captain, the side. Lukaku came on 20 minutes from the end. Mm. Inter are in a really, really good place right yeah. now. Yeah. Manchester United beat Crystal Palace to move within three points of City. As who else? Marcus Rashford scores yeah. again. But Jules, with Christian Eriksen out, that Casemiro red card is going to hurt.
1: Yeah, massively. I mean, you can have your view on it. If he really grabs, used by the by the neck, or is the shirt? Is he trying to calm things down? Is he is he very aggressive? Uh, there's different angles with the camera. You can see. It's Forget the you Don't raise your hands anyway. What like, about the fact that he's the
0: first person there and he pushes? Was it was it Mitchell that yeah. that he pushed? To me. That is the thing, right? I so just think like- Mitchell drives Anthony into the wall. Okay, fine, yeah. right? And again, this is stuff the referees should punish on their own. Yeah, true. You go over, don't put your hands on him. No. Because that precipitated the whole brawl. Afterwards, I do think he I do think he probably realized it. And I actually don't think he was trying to, you know, choke slam uh, no, poor it looks Will looks
1: Sonny on the on Casemiro's face, it doesn't yeah. look like, you know, he's but the thing is, this is Casemiro. We're talking about one of the experience. You know everything. He should know better. Come right. on, it's not a young kid arriving and maybe getting a bit excited. And and there's the fight. And he's the, everybody's gathering. Like, come on, man. Unless Ten would be. And Casemiro has been their best player with with Rashford this season. There's no no problem. But then I think he let them down.
0: Unless McTominay gets fit in double quick time, which I don't think he will, uh, we're going to have Sabitzer and Fred in the next game, which means we're one injury suspension away from Phil Jones back in midfield. (laughs)
1: I don't know about that, but by the way, the second goal from Man United, if you haven't seen it collectively, one of the best goals of the season, so well done, and well done for the win as well, because let's not forget, this is a big, big win. Criminal proceedings against Mason Greenwood have been dropped by prosecutors. He was due to stand trial in November, and Garboville allegations of attempted rape, assault and coercive behaviour. Eric Ten Hag understandably won't comment, as the club are now conducting their own investigation, their own review of the case. So we're very restricted in terms of what we can say
0: because of the way the laws work in this country. And obviously we're, we're taping a show in London. So we are subject to those laws. I think you can form your own opinion yeah. uh, as you go online. I think it's important that Manchester United say we're going to conduct our own review because they can't just say, oh look, he's been cleared, nothing to see here, you know, he we're gonna respect the law, play, yeah. let's come back. No, uh, you're doing the right thing in conducting your right review. You're gonna to have to make your own decisions based on that. What I don't want is Eric Ten Hag every single week have to answer this question. I think when they do make a decision, Mm -hmm. I think it has to be above Ten Hag's head to come out and explain the decision. Whatever decision that is, somebody has to own it. This is not Eric Ten Hag's job. He wasn't there when he was there before. Uh, Of course, he can have input uh, internally, but he cannot be the face of this decision. It's not fair to him. Barcelona extend their lead at the top of La Liga to a whopping eight points with a 3-0 demolition of Sevilla. Jules, i want to praise, Ch- praise Xavi's guys, especially yep. Frank Kessie, who came on for Busquets. But I'm afraid I also need to ask what the heck Jorge Sampaoli was thinking when he took off Yusuf and Nassiri at halftime with a score at 0-0. Yep. Nassiri was a big, strong centre-forward, doing yep. okay, and played Ivan Rakitic,
1: who's 34 and not a centre-forward. Exactly. Also. And the first half worked pretty well, wellish, certainly for, for Sevilla and Sampaoli, and then after that, made no sense whatsoever. I saw Rakitic, I was watching on La Liga on you know the La Liga TV feed and even Rakitic at the end in the interviews said, like, well <laughs> we can't come and do this, like what we did in the second half and, and expect to to get even a point here. So even he seems to be in complete disagreement with what Sampaoli did, which we all were watching the game we're like, what, really? Is, is what's happening? Fair play to Barca, he took them a bit of time to score the first goal. It was a lovely assist by KC and a lovely finish by Alban. After that, it was much better. Rafinha, I thought, played well in the kind of a more, it's a bit more central position. He's maybe not just a winger like a Dembele type. Well, he's playing the Dembele line. position, right? The new Dembele yeah, position. Exactly, with that with the four in midfield. He's so one footed though. I know, I know, but you know, I liked, I liked what I saw from him. So well done. Eight points clear. From Barcelona point of view, it was a very good weekend for them. Bayern with the first league game of 2023, beating Wolfsburg away 4-2 as Jamal Musiala scores a wonder goal and, and Kingsley common as well. And Joshua Kimmich gets sent off. Gab, normality resumes.
0: So you just slip in the Kingsley common. Ah, la because, volley oh, look, inside
1: of the foot. Yeah, but Jamal Moussala, they take guys. That's fine. Stick
0: up for your boy. That's, that's fine. No, it's not normality returning because you're three 0 up inside of 20 minutes. Yeah. You play Thomas Muller up front. That actually it's actually working because Musiala can play his real position, and then they they pull one back. And I think they didn't. They I think they had three shots on goal from minute. Twenty-seven, I want to say. Yeah, that's right. Until the end of Basically the game. Is because they
1: control the game in a way? Because they were. What sp- are you
0: controlling? Know. The the Wolfsburg had a million chances. What are you controlling? No, I know, but like. Well, you're not controlling anything. And then Kimmich gets sent off, and yeah, it was it was it was harsh. It was definitely harsh. Yeah, and then all, all of a sudden, you know, uh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Three points, big top of the table. Yeah. But this is not where Nagasman not, not wants to be. Back to worse for Liverpool. They're beaten 3-0 by Wolves, and Klopp is exceptionally
1: grumpy after yeah. the game. Uh, Jules, can you help him out? I wish I could, Gab. I mean, I, if if he's, he said himself, like I don't understand why this is happening. That's why he's asking you, Jules. Come on, no, but like, you're the commentator. You know
0: he doesn't yeah, understand. Do I you understand? I will give
1: you some answers. The, the thing is, I mean, if he admits this publicly in front of the whole world, then i think this is where you start to be really really worried because for him to basically say there's nothing i can do this is what for me this is how i, I saw it like, what can he I do, can't do. But what I would mean, you do i i think the 433 has to go now but we've said it so many times and i know he's tried different things he tried the 442 flat he tried the with the diamond he tried but maybe he could have tried a little bit longer, maybe he could have tried to, instead of like, okay, let's try this one game, it's not working, okay, let's go back to the 4-3-3, let's try this again. One. I just think there's a point where this system is not working. I mean, Cody Gapko in that position, not working. He cannot press. He has. You have to teach him how to press. Right now, the pressing is not good. And if you play like this, in that system, with this Liverpool team, the press is, is basically everything that they need. And they don't have it right now. No. It's too easy for Wolves. Defensively, they were shocking. I don't know why Joel Matip is, is going. He's stopping. He's going. He's scoring a long goal. I mean, they were all over the place. And we said, Joe Gomez is not a good player. So he's making mistakes. He's being bad. But again, you can't expect much different than that. Yeah, like, it, come on.
0: It was also an incident in his post-match press conference where a reporter, uh, James Pierce of The Athletic, yeah. asked a question and he said, oh, no, I'm not going to answer that question from you. I think you know why somebody else asked the question. For what you and wrote, yeah. But then it turns, which it not a not, good look. It was not him. But then it turns out it's not him. Yeah. it was supposedly somebody else who's of a different gender and different ethnicity. So yeah, or he, or he used these things. Pieces. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't it's know. Like, very
1: odd. But it's, this is where really I think things get, get right. And, and Liverpool had chances. You know, Darwin. We've said that many times. Could have scored two, maybe even more than that. But Mo Salah's form is also a huge warrior as well. A bizarre Nacho on goal means that Real Madrid lose away to Mallorca as Marco Asensio misses a penalty as well, Gab. I guess you're going to say that their squad is not deep enough again and when Kareem the Dream is out injured, then... You know,
0: yeah, it's not just Kareem the Green, it's it's, it's, it's Thibaut Courtois, it's uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's so many different players who weren't in the starting lineup. When when, when I show up with Marco Sensio on the expiring contract, Rodrigo, uh, Fede Valverde has been That's really right. really poor for months now. I think yeah. it's time that we face up to it. Camavinga has to play left back because Mendy's on the extended injury plan. Uh, none of these things help, and yet still they took 20 shots on
1: goal. Yeah, Vinicius, by the way. I think he was fouled something like ten, ten times, times in the game. Than, I think Barça as a whole team were fouled nine times against by the, Mallorca. Pablo Maffeo gave him
0: a hard time. I think there is an element of protection that needs to be highlighted here because he got absolutely whacked on and off the
1: pitch. Yeah, this it, is going too far now.
0: It's you know in the end, look, it was a it was a weird header. I thought I thought Murici, which I thought would have been oh, I was so happy for him because he's kind of like you know we, yeah, Eastern European like, bastos, yeah. but no. Um, and then essentially lose the penalty. This was not a terrible no. performance from Real Madrid. It was a game, though, where everything went wrong for them. And now they gap as you say, eight points. Yeah. Paris Saint Germain beat Toulouse, champions of nominative determinism, 2 1. And the winner comes from Lionel Messi, who takes a seasonal total up to double yeah. figures in the league. Jules, they had to come from behind. There was no Mbappe, there was no, no. Neymar. No. Are
1: you liking Christophe Galtier? No. You're gonna give him
0: a little praise, or is no. just messy?
1: No, that nope. was terrible. It was really bad again. I mean, we go one goal down, and I'm like, wow, This is." He be, the everything. goal was scored by somebody named Van der Boom. I know. Come on, Van that's Boomen, pretty cool. Van Boomen. yeah, Bronco, first name as well. I mean, the guy was was born to score free <laughs> kicks, um, and he's been very good for Toulouse. To be fair. But just this PSG team worries me, despairs me at times. Why he's not playing the kids from the start is beyond me. But then Hakimi was great, scored a wonderful goal and then was part of the Messi wonderful second goal as well. So well done, Messi. Uh, not many players, I think, yeah. only five in Europe have at least ten goals and ten assists in the league this season. One is Varadona, one is Messi, one is Neymar, one is nabri and there's another one. There. Uh, answers oh. on a postcard. Yeah, exactly. Napoli win a word to Spezia 3-0. despite being nil-nil at halftime. And it's all about Victor Oziman. Gab, do your thing. The best is yet to come.
0: Uh, look, it's not so much about the goals. Although on one of them, he showed like a 55-inch vertical. Uh, the other one was, was a tampon. It's before... The guy, how do you not love the guy? Uh, they're, they're taking warm-ups. They're shooting on goal. His shot goes over the top. Yeah. It hits somebody. I think I tweeted it was a, it was a young girl. Later, I saw a picture. And like, unless she's like the oldest young girl in the world. it's not. <laughs> <level. laughs> what does he do? He goes into the stands and gives her a hug and apologizes. Uh, Come on. Uh, class act all around. Borussia Dortmund play with an extra man for 73 minutes and destroy Freiburg 5-1. As Sebastian Alley gets his first goal. And Claudio Reyna comes off the bench to score for the third straight game.
1: Jules, I guess it's easier to play with an extra man. It is. it is, of course, but they played really well and was a special day, of course, for Sebastian Ara on, on World Cancer Day, too. It was Saturday. For him to score his first goal for Dortmund after beating his testicular cancer was amazing. Well done to him. And well done to that team We have proper momentum. And Karim Adeyemi too. Yeah. This was back on Friday. Benzo Fernandez made his debut as Chelsea were held to a scoreless draw at home by Fulham. Gab, how did the most expensive player in the history of the Premier League did?
0: Uh, I was there in person. Uh, he looked uh, at this moment in time like he was thrown into the deep end, like he'd only signed 48 hours earlier. He was playing defensive midfield. I, I don't think that's his position now. No, Maybe it will team. be no, best uh, best. in the future. Chelsea, all in all, wasted some chances. Did not play well at all. Booze at the end. Jules, Chelsea could only register three new players for the Champions yeah. League, and we speculated it would be Enzo, Mudric and
1: Badia Shiel. We were wrong. We were wrong because Joe Felix uh, got the third place instead of Badi Shil, which I have to say, I'm really surprised. So what, you're going to play Badi shield in the league and then in midweek you're going to say to Koulibaly, hey, I know you haven't played for four weeks now, but hey, why don't you come in and and start this game? And by the way, don't forget about the weekend. Just have a rest for the weekend. So sure. Badi shield oh, by the way... You're not good enough to play in the Champions League. I mean, come I, on. I, I tweeted this out,
0: and these were the reasons that that, that that people gave, right? Um one was, well, it's okay because Bayeshi is only gonna be third choice behind Thiago Silva and Koulibaly, which I think is not true because he's, not, he's
1: starting in the league. Secondly,
0: so. Thiago Silva's 39 or whatever. Yeah. He's not gonna play every week. He can't. He's a human being. Uh and Koulibaly's had a rough season. Another reason was, oh, but it's okay because Wesley Fofana is coming back and Rhys James is coming back. Um, okay. So I'm not sure where Reese James, unless you go back to the Reese James at center half, You've got and you have Espelicueta too. Again, yeah. not people that want to be playing yeah, yeah. center back for me. Um, and Fofana, who the hell knows when he's going to be back and what condition he's going yeah. to be in, right? He's been out, he's been out forever. Um, the other reason was, which I thought, <laughs> two other reasons. One is, Defending isn't Chelsea's problem; it's attacking. So they need Joel Felix, which I think okay. is a stupid. Completely, really, yeah, we agree. Um, and finally, the other reason I was given is, um, oh, they really want to keep Joel Felix, and so they promised him Champions League football. Now I refuse oh, that's not to believe that one. Like, I mean, come on! I really, I mean, can you bend over <laughs> backwards even more for for George Mendes after you just gave him all the yeah. money over Enzo Fernandez? Yeah.
1: Really? No, really? That's not possible. Surely not. That's not possible. Formal bids, a formal bid, sorry, for Manchester United I expected this week, Gab, to obviously buy the club. What, what are you expecting? What do you think? Uh, I know they're going through a formal process, but I think what people need to
0: remember is that uh, this isn't Chelsea. There isn't a government going to the Glazers saying, ooh, you have to sell this because you're under sanction, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think the Glazers will sit around. They'll see if bids come in and then they're going to sit on their backside and Do what's best for the Glazers, like they've always done. To be honest, you know, compared to when this process started, when it wasn't clear that they were going to finish top four, compared to now, and then there's a share price moving and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe the Glazers are thinking, all right, guys, you guys want to bid things out amongst yourselves? We don't even know if Sir Jim Ratcliffe is going to submit a bid because as we know, the man is a law unto himself. So he might um, wait until everybody does and then he sees, you know, see what he can do. Yeah, long and short of it is. It may well be that nothing happens. This is, again, to restate, this is not something where the Glazers no. have to sell. Atlético Madrid are held at home by Getafe 1-1 as Angel Correa becomes the first player I can remember to celebrate yeah. scoring this goal while sitting on the bench. Exactly. Jules, were they lahosed by that late penalty call? <laughs> See? See what I did there?
1: See what you did there? Uh, yeah, I thought so a little bit uh, in a game where he didn't play well. Uh, mm. Uh, and, yeah, they, they weren't terrible. It's not uh, a lately, They enough to win. Uh, yeah, yeah, but against a team that obviously is Getafe. Yeah, you know, but but I just thought so. To start with, before I had uh, two thousand seven. The Korea goal, he scores, it's, it's, ruled out, he gets subbed, and then after that, uh, VR intervenes, so he's on the bench, like everybody's, everybody <laughs> like, moved on, no, even us watching on television and in the stadium, and then suddenly, yeah, sorry, actually we made a mistake, the goal is good, let's everybody celebrate, and everybody runs towards the bench, and it's one of those benches that is under, and the, and the kind of underground, if yeah, you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah dug out. Um, so it's, it, it makes for a fun photo. And then that's where you think, okay, they're going to keep that, you know, they're going to keep that um, that lead. Uh, but it didn't. And I just, I don't know, there's something missing in that team. I can't put my finger on. on we Wiley. were working on it. We saw Correa on the wing. But what, what got me was that Sowell's back
0: is turned to him. I don't think that's an unnatural position. The ball's going nowhere. His,
1: his arms are wide, though. But yeah, I see with you. That's. What I agree I with you. It's, uh, it's a bit harsh. It is a bit harsh. Roma beat Empoli 2-0 uh, with two Dybala assists on said, This is but Tell me about Guglielmo Vicario. Uh, I simply put, One, until Magic Mike
0: returns, he yeah. is the best goalkeeper in Serie a. He made a ridiculous so save. You can go through this YouTube. With his leg
1: up like, oh, All right. wow.
0: He's just been exceptional. Uh, he's, he's really Incredible. been exceptional all season. Um, he's been linked already with with a number of clubs. You know, he's not super young. I think he's 96. I think so he's 26, yeah, 27 26, years old. I checked, yeah. Um but you know, and he plays for a team that obviously concede a lot of shots and stuff. Yeah. So sometimes it can make you look better. But man, the dude's something special, I think. A late Jordan Pifak goal helps Union Berlin to 2-1 victory over Maits. I can't help but laugh when I read this. Jules, it's five in a row yeah. now, and they were actually top of the Bundesliga for a few hours. Just one point behind Bayern in the evil empire. I Can know. the plucky underdogs from
1: the Alte Forsterai get it done? I mean, remember the first half of the season when we said, oh, they can't, it can't last, they can't keep it up. And then they did, but then towards the end, before the World Cup, they starting struggling a little bit. And we said, oh, okay, this is it. It's over. But they come back from the break in incredible form. Like, they've had new players. They've added in a very clever way. Some new players. They've got maybe a little bit more depth than in the first half of the season. And things go their way again. Like they did for most well, of also the lost, first of the season. What's his name? Reerson as well, to be fair. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, True. But, but yes. it's amazing. So, well done to them. They're putting pressure on Bayern like Dortmund and Frankfurt and, and, and others did. So... It's good, it's good to have a good title race. Real Sociedad stumble at home to Valladolid as Kyle Lahren comes off the bench to score for the second straight game and win the game. Gab, are injuries catching up with them? I mean, they had they chances as well. Yeah, I don't think it's injuries. They've had the injuries
0: before and they kept winning. Um, and I think they should have won this game. They had a million chances. My friend, the only uh, living sore loss in captivity, uh, unfortunately, did not have his shooting boots on uh, today. Not not a great weekend for Norwegian uh, center forwards uh, all around. Kyle Lahren, very happy for him. We know he scored goals in Turkey. Now he's doing it for Valladolid. Obviously, we all like Ronaldo phenomenal, But... uh, The good news for Real Sociedad is that everybody else dropped points. Atletico, Betis, Villarreal, all the competition. So, there's the third. Mm. Nick Pope concedes his first league goal since November. Newcastle are held at home by West Ham. Jules, they've won just one of their last five games in the league. And Bruno Guimaraes is suspended for another two.
1: Reason to be a little concerned. Well, they just... Yeah, it didn't look like the Newcastle team that we saw before. This little patch there where they're not as good. They're not as fluid. With the ball, uh, and Miron, who was fantastic before, is struggling a little bit. I think they're struggling to create, they're struggling to score, even if you know they scored in that game, of course, uh, early on, and they were one nil up. But then after that, yeah, the defensive wow. side of things that had been so solid for them was was a bit more considering shaky. a goal to the time. packet as well. Yeah, 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 to the packet as well, on set pieces too. Yeah. The Nicolas Agnolo saga could be coming to an end. The transfer window in Turkey is still open, Gab, and he could be joining Galatasaray. Please tell me that's not true.
0: How awesome would it be? Can I just tell you who he'd be playing with if he joins Galatasaray? Go right? on. Dries Samaritans, Mauricardi, Riccardi, Gomis. who wow. so I thought he retired years ago. Yep. Juan Mata, Lucas Torreira, Sergio Oliveira, Fernando Muslera, Leo Dubois. Yeah,
1: it was good. An amazing goal the there, by the way.
0: I mean, this is kind of like an all-star team from, like, what, 202012. 2012. Um, yeah, yeah, why wouldn't you want to go and play with your heroes? Maybe oh, the guy whose posters he had up on his wall growing oh. up. Uh, so it's interesting. So The price all of a sudden has like... Again, I don't think Roma played this well at all. No, um, we said that before. Basically Galatasaray are offering, I think somewhere between 15, could go up to 20 with bonuses. Zagnolo has said yes. If you include a release clause, which he wants to be around 30 to 35 million, which I think is frankly a, a fair release yeah, clause. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. It's Roma want to get some ma- my cash back. For me, it seems absolutely mad. It's not like he has six months left on his contract, he has 18 months I mean. left. Why not? find a way to reintegrate him, especially if Jose Mourinho says, oh, well, you know, we have a squad to play once a week, but we can't play midweek as well because I just don't have the players to do it. Dude, if depth is your problem, you've done it before. You're you're reintegrating freaking, remember Rick Karsdorp? Yeah, he's back. like, yeah, he's back. We love each other now, yeah. This guy's apologized. I mean, what, what, why not? Why not yeah. do what's good for the team? For me, it's a bit of a mystery. Yeah, I know. Leipzig uh, would also have been second in the table, but they were held by the mighty FC Köln, yeah. George draw. Yeah. Much for the joy of one Derek Ray.
1: Yeah. Jules, um, I think they're going to regret these draw points because yeah. they had a lot of chances. Yeah, there are loads of chances. They could have scored many times. Uh, and it was just one of those days where nothing went their way. Nothing went in. Uh, it's a shame because they've been on such an amazing run. I think five or six wins in a row. With really good momentum, with really good, like what Marco Rosa is doing with that team, was remarkable. But con, you know, drew with Bayern. They've had that. They've kind of that have that sort of mentality, and and even if they didn't deserve that draw, they got another draw, which is a very good result for them. There is a controversy in South Africa, Gab, over a proposed sponsorship of Tottenham Hotspur by the South African Tourist Board. Why is the what the outrage? I think
0: basically the argument is South African Tourist Board, obviously, this is government money. They're saying mm-hmm. like, wait, why should
1: we go and sponsor a football club? Um, when there's a lot of like power cuts and everything in South there's Africa. There's a lot right? of internal stuff. Why don't you go problem, and fix that? Too. And
0: obviously, the South African Tourist Board, people say, oh, but you know, if we do this, we'll bring more tourism and more money to South Africa. Personally, I think, given that this is South Africa, um, you know, which is already a major tourist destination, yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about how marketing works. It sounds like a, a ton of money to be honest they putting in. It reminds me a little bit of the uh, Rwanda deal yeah, with, with Arsenal, with Arsenal where, where President Rwanda, Paul Kagame, happens to be a massive gooner, yeah. tweets about or certainly used to tweet about Arsenal. Um now, the difference is Rwanda doesn't immediately spring to mind as a tourist destination. South Africa does. So it's above my pay grade. I do think they should have a debate internally
1: in South Africa and say,
0: so is this the best way to it's spend like 40, public money?
1: 40 million or something yeah. over three or four years, something right. like that.
0: Again, if you, there's a legit business case, yeah, yeah. make it. Yeah, yeah. If the guy just happens to be a massive Spurs fan because <laughs> he grew <laughs> just up watching Gary Mabbit, yeah. then it's a different story. <laughs> Marseille had not
1: lost since November 1st, but Jules, they came crashing back to Earth against Nice. Yeah, incredible. Again, I mean, to be fair, again, it was very, very good. Uh, they lost 3-1. An amazing goal by Brahimi right at the end. Wonderful, I tweeted that if you want to check it. It's, 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 it's sensational, really. But Marseille, well, I think we got to though who we love, and we said, <laughs> just a bit like Pep Guardiola, messed things up completely by getting well, the wrong starting eleven. What starting was the Payet. logic of we having? Yeah, what was
0: perhaps? Why does he start Payer and he leaves out Malinowski
1: and, and, and Alexis Sanchez? Sanchez and Vitinha, the new start, the new recruit, started as well. With, both of them came off halftime because they were they were very very poor in the first half. It was better with be Alexis. Clear,
0: Paris Saint Germain got Malinowski. the good Vitinha. Yeah.
1: Well, I think this Vitinha is good, and the PSG Vitinha, by the way, started well and not not so good anymore. Uh, the, the context for him to to make his debut like that, start like that was wrong. He'd been there two days. I mean, I, I just don't think Kudo was very inspired then. I think this one is on him, unfortunately. How about your boy, Ali Reza? He gets the equalizer in the eighth minute of injury time and Feyenoord draw 2-2 with PSV Eindhoven to stay two points clear at the top of the Eredivisie.
0: That's right. The Iranian wow. Wunderkind scoring two yeah.
1: goals. One of them. like This was this was
0: plenty of drama. Yeah, there yeah. was a sending off. Earlier, they came back from two goals down. Again, right. it's the Eredivisie, but you know what? The highlights are a are heck of a lot of fun. And he's a gifted it's player. He didn't work out at Brighton, yeah. but he is a gifted player. Now it's official.
1: Raphael Varane oh. has retired from international duty. Jules, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I love him, obviously, dearly, even if he's not from, from Paris. Um, and and you know what? I like the honesty. You you always talk about being honest and everything. And he said that he's only 29. He's born 93. So he's, he's the 93 generation. So he's not old, really, to retire from international football, especially considering that he probably would have been The next captain for France with a great generation to go into the Euros, which clear's the way for Mbappe to captain everything, right? Yeah, true, but but anyway, like you know, he could have given at least until the Euros. He just felt he couldn't. Physically, he said, I need a I need a bit of a rest, it's too much to play in the league. We play so many games, My, my body is struggling really, I think mentally as well. And and for him to call it a day, which he's been thinking about a while, even before the World Cup, I think, uh, was really brave, I thought. And and I respect his career, of course, and what he won and, and what he could have won as well. Uh, and and I think he's yeah. been an amazing servant for the national team.
0: I think the last three, four years, you, think you, you could see things starting to wear down, physically injuries, yeah, going back yeah, to his time really. at Real Madrid. I was just touched by, by what he said, because at least... I'm not saying he was a mute and you told me. Ah, him, you mean. But he's not one of those guys who overshares
1: over, over no, the years, true, right? true, And so I thought like, wow, you know. Um, this know, is quite I touching. Know, I know. The semifinal of the club World Cup, a set Gab. We've got Real Madrid who takes on Al-Hale and Flamengo who will face Al-Helal. Yeah. That uh, should be
0: good. Al-Hale beating, uh, beating the Seattle Sounders yeah, in a game they where… Late, goal. Yeah, late, late goal, a deflection. I thought it was kind of unlucky for the Sounders. I thought they yeah, had the well, upper hand yeah. most of the game. Look, Club World Cup, I think we're going to lose this format soon if mm-hmm. Infantino gets his way, which I think is fine. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where to find it on television um, in this country. I think a lot of people don't find TV. Uh, I know. I watched it on Italian TV. Um Real Madrid and Flamengo is the final that everybody's pointing to. Yes. And it's one of those trap games for Real Madrid. Because for Flamengo, it's like, whoa, biggest yeah. game of the year. We play Real Madrid. <laughs> and but, uh, look, I know this applies to lastly too, but Flamengo are actually really, really good. Yeah, so, um, so, yeah. So, you know, for Real Madrid, it's almost like, all right, let's get this done. Um, let's bring this trophy home, you know. So, again, Club World Cup, I think, could be more. Um, right now, it isn't. Cristiano Ronaldo scores his first goal for Al Nasser in a 2-2 draw with <laughs> Al Fata.
1: Jules, it's a
0: penalty, so I guess haters going to hate.
1: Yeah, it's a penalty. They all count. He, he won't care, uh, Save them and, and got them a point, which is very good. And now maybe he will feel less pressure. I don't know if Cristiano has ever felt pressure.
0: <laughs> I don't no. know, but he also celebrated his birthday. Did you see that? Yeah. Like eight of his closest friends and they had three different
1: birthday cakes. Yeah. Do you think he what, not ate Even a crumb of any of those cakes? Uh, as we know, he doesn't eat this yet. Exactly. So they were just there for the for the Instagram photo. Italy's under-18 <laughs> league will trial a new offside rule championed by Arsene Wenger. It can only be a good thing. Gab, what's this all about? So this is,
0: I think, this is quite topical. Also, in like, if if you saw one of the, in in the Milan Derby, you can go. try I, I I posted the image of it. Lautaro had a goal disallowed where literally it's like part by semi-automatic offsides or yeah. it's literally it's like part of his cheek is offside i mean it's completely absurd <laughs> so wenger thinks we're going to promote more attacking play if he's going to he's not going to say bring back because apparently it was never a rule but you know the daylight concept yeah right so effectively if there is space between the attacker and the defender uh then the attacker is offside if there isn't space if there's even a tiny bit of overlap then the attacker's onside Personally, yeah, I think this will probably lead to more goals. But I don't know that this is necessarily a good thing. All It's not going to eliminate controversy. It's just going to move it further back. Yeah. And I think we're going to get more players just playing on the shoulder of the last defender, which I don't necessarily enjoy that much. No, I agree. But, you know, that's just me. Yeah. Right, Jules, that brings us to an end. But we got to come back on Thursday because there'll be more of this Man City case. Undoubtedly, there'll be more. Fallout at City at Liverpool. Undoubtedly, we've got the FA Cup replays. Plenty to go for United playing as well. And Manchester United playing as well. Until then, love the game. Love your neighbour. Love yourself. Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Taco Tuesday over salad. What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash gabjewels, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash gabjewels now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash gabjewels.